And you are listening to episode 76 of Honest, Open, and Vulnerable. My name is Ryan. And I'm Scarlett. And this is a stream of consciousness podcast that delves into an eclectic stream of consciousness. Uh, yeah. Eclectic. <laughs> yeah. Eclectic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. So. <laughs> and uh, it's also adult oriented. It includes language and material may not be suitable for kids under 18. Although some sometimes we sound like we ourselves are under 18 <laughs> but um, if you uh want to uh we definitely encourage uh feedback and whatnot uh, the easy way to do that is post a comment on our website hovpodcast.net you can also find us on uh twitter and uh at, at hov podcast it's gonna be one of those days <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also on Facebook. That's at facebook.com forward slash honest.open.vulnerable. You can also email us at hovpodcast at gmail.com. And you can call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 231-846-8420. Uh, you can find my blog at in Scarlet Storm at, uh, excuse me, in Scarlet Storm dot wordpress dot com. And you can find me on Twitter at In Scarlet Storm. And you can also find me on Twitter. It's at Inspiration underscore FLO. Um, <laughs> wow, that, that was. <laughs> that, boy, was that a rough <laughs> re entry. Um, <laughs> before we get started here, I do want to apologize for our previous episode uh, where we pretty much came start started with you know nearly nothing on the table um we on i mean we we do sincerely try to not suck <laughs> i mean i mean if 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 our previous ep- episode was your fir- was your first introduction to us i do apologize um that is, that is definitely um that that that's definitely out out of out of the norm for us. You normally we do have have you know bring bring content to to the table, um, but things have been hap- happening in our regu- regular lives that have kind of taken us off our rhythm, and so but by, by you know our when we got around to record, it was like uh uh uh. I'm I'm totally out of my element here because of such and such. Uh, uh um. Well, Matt's here, so that'll help. <laughs> you know, so we kind of threw him under the bus. So, <laughs> well, well, no, we didn't. Sort of, kind of, but... but but we're like, please rescue us. <laughs> and he's like, um, I'm I'm normally don't do stuff like this, but I'll do what I was brought here to do, and you guys can you know do or not do it. What you know, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to call. I just wanted to kind of point, you know, um, point out the ele- elephant in the room before it stabs us in the eye with a spork. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, speak. Speaking of uh, things not not going well, um, that I well, this is this is I, I uh, I'm going to share with the, uh, a cautionary tale, as it were, um, and this actually goes back back a num- number of years to um, to like the fir- first or sec- second year in college, and this this was like 2000, 2001 one or so, and it's back back when a lot of people were still on dial up. 
And, you know, I go, I go to college and we had a T1 connection and I felt amazed that we had one megabit downloads, <laughs> which <laughs> that, I mean, that's like, that's like nothing today. But, you know, when, when you're have when you're normally con- connecting at like four. <laughs> 14 four you know and, and then it just but anyway there there's pro there's pro there's probably a number of listeners like wait mo- what dial up what the hell is this <laughs> you know but yeah it's you know when you call and you hear you know and so anyway <laughs> so here i am and it's like wow this is like the super fast internet connection that's always on. <laughs> and so I spent a lot of, a lot of time in chat rooms and everything. Cause you know, I mean, there's just, you know, my social anxiety and I'm like, it's just easier to talk to a computer. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, at, at the, t- I mean, I, I was uh, also kind of do- doing some self exploration. Like it was like, Ooh, paganism. Huh. And then, so then, you know, I go into like, Yahoo chat rooms of pay, you know, and so I ended I ended up meeting uh, some. Um, so we'll we'll call her T. T isn't Tom, um, just because she, you know, we. Uh, yeah, she didn't she didn't consent to a to not uh, sharing her name, and I just felt wrong by I by actually giving giving her a name. So um, we'll call her T, and we just we just clicked. Like we we just got each other like pretty much right right away, and I am eternally great grateful for have, having met her, because there she's she's helped talk me down a whole lot of ledges over the years, and uh, and you know she she I, I think she was going to like University of Syracuse at the time, and so she you know live, living in like central PA and uh, and so I'm like okay so this is just going to be like an over the internet thing and this is great just cuz I can bounce bounce it off of her and, you know I know I'm not going to be shamed cuz of like weird thoughts I have and all this kind of th- this that and the other and and that and um well one of my major issues is that none of the relationships I tried lasted beyond six weeks <laughs> and at at the time i just thought you know i was i, I l- like lived very intensely like emotionally in- intensely and and i i was looking back now i was definitely miscategorizing it <laughs> um it was definitely more um i was as uh, you know, having anxiety issues, but I didn't know that that's what it was. I, I just, I just thought, you know, all these hamsters on on their wheels. It's like, no, I'm just an intense lover. That's all it is. <laughs> and so, and after, you know, it got it got real exhausting <laughs> after a while of like six weeks, and then they're gone. And I'm like, okay, well, that didn't work out. Six weeks, and then they're gone. <laughs> it's like, okay. And then after a while, I just thought, okay, there's, you know, if my, um, if the, you know, if the feedback I'm getting as far as loving, loving intensely is all negative, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'd rather be alone than you know, try it something and just have a negative re- negative reaction to the way that I normally love people. So I'm like, all right, screw it. <laughs> and so I just ended up putting myself in an echo chamber, as it were, well, although it didn't echo, but any, you know, I kind of isolated myself just to kind of, you know, minimize the variables. 
And through, and you know, it's like, all right, I'm just going to, you know, make sure that, you know, what I'm going to take care of myself, <laughs> you know, I got shit to do. So I'm just going to take care of that. Fuck, you know, cause that's obviously not working. And through, through that, I learned, um, I didn't, it, it wasn't that someone's, you know, diagnosis like no this it's not like someone uh of uh credit you know medical credibility said yeah you have anxiety <laughs> it, it's i but i didn't le- learn you know from from that perspective but uh through the process of isolating myself and just working on me i learned a way to manage it um i didn't i didn't you know Name name it that you know it's anxiety that I was dealing with until like much much later, but in in any case, I I developed a coping mechanism, and it was and then starting in uh, like late 2011, I start uh, I started researching uh, polyamory, and it all it all started with listening to sex nerd Sandra um, uh, interview uh, Chris Ryan. And he he was uh, he was promoting his book Sex at Dawn, and we've talked about it in kind of our earlier ep- early episodes. Is definitely before tw- uh, I think definitely before like episode twenty I think, um, but I mean anyway we've mentioned it before, and um, and then it was just off to the races. But it wasn't, and so I, I that was like October November two thousand eleven, and. I didn't go to my first like poly event, which you know it was like uh, it was a mixer um, in until August of 2012. So I mean, there was a lot of time of like the. I mean, I learned about uh, the uh, poly weekly, and I think I think that um, what was that Showtime uh, poly married and dating had had mm-hmm. come out around that time too, and so I was watching that and and so it, t- it took a while a good eight months or so at least uh, well actually no 10 months <laughs> if you do the math right um it was a good 10 months before i finally decided you know what i'm i'm ready to step out there to say yes i am exploring pol- polyamory i mean it took a lot of time for me to get to that point and then um and I think you, you and I, we we met at the cuddle party at uh, the the dungeon play, place. Like, what was it, September or October? Uh, I think it was a little earlier than that, but yeah, it was probably September, maybe late. It, it might have been late August. Mm-hmm. Late August, somewhere maybe, around it, maybe somewhere around yeah. in there. But yeah, it was right around in there. And a lot of stuff was up in the air as to whether or not I, you know I was gonna be be with. I mean, at first I was I was you know kind of more date, dating Barbie at 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 the start, and then you and I kind of develop kind of developed on a had a, on a slower track, mm-hmm. and then you know I, I think we've gotten gotten into this in previous mm-hmm. episodes, but. Um, through, through this time is like, I don't know where this is going to go, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so I was kind of taking it one day at a time. And at, at this time, T and I were only talking like maybe f- every four or six months. I mean, it's not like I don't want to talk to you. It's more like, you know, we were living our own lives. And if one of us reached out to the other, it's like, yes, I'm there for you. What do you need? Kind of mm-hmm. thing. And, 
and and plus, you know, just being. I mean, I was I was in no financial position to take you know any kind of long vacation, you know, anything like like that or or anything, you know, and because I was getting getting ready to go to school and and so you know it just had it just what you know it just was wasn't in my um, like active conscience or whatever, and then at you know i had been very open with you scarlet about mm-hmm. the fact that yeah and all my none of no, nothing i've ever tried is you know has lasted beyond 6 weeks and they after you know we had been dating for 6 which was which was like like um mid december because mm-hmm. Halloween is was our is our first date, <laughs> so it's you know which I'm grateful for that as well because it's easy for me to remember our anniversary. <laughs> yeah. So there, so so there's one little mini mini lesson. You know, if you're getting, you know, when you start make if make you it can, easy for yourself. Yes, if you can. Make make your first date on a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> that way, you don't have an extra day to re- remember an anniversary, and you know you let you lessen the the possibility that you'll get in get in trouble for not remembering your anniversary. <laughs> or make it around an anniversary. I know that Peter and I. P- Peter remembers that it was the 13th of April. I remember it's around. Uh, it's around uh, that, Easter. Like Easter, yeah. It's around Easter. My mom actually. My mom. My, my mom is my stepmother, and she. She and my dad got married in May, uh-huh. and I turned two in July. And she actually calls. She actually calls me almost every year. When did I marry your dad? <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny because she can't. They don't actually celebrate like on the day. Uh huh. They they they're lucky if they get the month right. <laughs> They're both that way. They don't care. They're just like, okay, we're gonna celebrate it in the right month, and and they they don't care about the the actual date. You uh-huh. know, they're not they're not date happy, they, because it was all about the school year for mm-hmm. them. Oh, when did yeah, the kids get out of yeah. school? When did the kids get out of school? That was the big thing. That's why they got married when they got married, because was my, it, brother, right, my brother my brother was eleven. Let's do this. <laughs> well, my kid, because well, my 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 stepbrother was turned eleven. Uh huh. The year that I turned two, and so that's that was the big deal. It was like, okay, when can the kids go to grandma's? Right. When can it was all coordination of the kids. So my mom actually calls me almost every year. When did I marry your dad? And it's like you know, so it just wasn't a big deal to them. But Peter, it's a big. It's the thirteenth of April every year. It's like, and we don't celebrate necessarily on the day. It's just like mm-hmm. okay. It's the thirteenth. Uh, is it convenient? Okay, well, do, are we gonna celebrate it the week bef- weekend before or after? You know that kind of thing. Uh-huh. But Halloween, I always remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. So little tip, just yeah, make it safe. Yeah, make it exactly. easy on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Start dating on a holiday. <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, continue. So yeah, and and so ever since then, at least for me, it's kind of been a you know take it one day at a time kind of thing, mm-hmm. and um, and then at the start of this year, I learned how much vaca- vacation time I I get every year, and and I and it's like okay, I got all this time. Um, it's either use it or lose it. I'm gonna fucking use it, and then I started thinking, okay, what 
you know, what's a trip that I haven't been able to do that I've been wanting, been wanting to do. And that I, cause my prior to our trip to New York city, the last vacation I, I did was, uh, the all good uh, music festival in July of 2012. And, and so, um, like okay, you know I've been I've gone to you know I and and I've been going to festivals of various type type since like fuck what is it uh, two thousand six or so, so I'm like eh yeah and and you know I go to conventions pretty much on a yearly basis and you know not uh, not counting Comic Con. And so I'm like, well, you know, that's kind of like been there, done that. And so then I, and I'm like, you know what? I'd, I'd like, I'd like to hang out with T. And then, and so I, I think I brought it up like in like mid January or early February or so. Mm hmm. That's so, about right. So what, what were, what were your thoughts when, when I init- when I brought it up that for the first time? Well, the way you did it, um, you had never mentioned tea to me before, ever. So it was like out of the blue, and we had had this discussion a lot. It was like, we've been together how long, and I've ne- you're just mm-hmm. now bringing this up to me? And then, it, and I was okay with that, because... I had had. Really, I was so I, that didn't bother me nearly as much as what happened next. Okay, because um, yeah, that bothered me a little bit, but that I could deal with that because okay. because I know that there have been, um, you know, I have online relationships now. Get, get, keep in mind, I don't have them nearly. They're not as nearly as frequent as they used to be. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I have. I have my, I don't, I don't necessarily mention every little thing to you. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm trying to be secretive, but because like they're just oversights. It, it, yeah, they're just, just oversights, well, you know, uh, like, you know, that I don't, they're not, you know, especially, uh, they're not relevant. Yeah. To, to, now, if I'm talking to somebody of the opposite sex, I'm going to tell you. That's just, um, I feel like that you should know that. Um, but um, but when you're talking to somebody as infrequently as you were talking to her, mm-hmm. I can see that you just don't, you don't think of it. It's not that you, it's not important. It's it's not that it's not important. It's just that it's just not something you think of on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So you're just not going to think of it. And you had made plans to meet T before and they just never go through. Yeah. So you just hadn't, it, it just, it, it didn't occur to you. But you were like, well, you know, I would like, you know, we've been talking, you'd been talking to her about maybe meeting and you wanted to arrange a three-way discussion. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, that's fine. I get that. And I was okay with that. Then while we're in the middle of that conversation, you just mentioned offhandedly to her without consulting me first that you wanted to get a hotel room with yeah, her. Yeah, this this is and this is a private discussion before be, between T and I, but you were in the room listening right. to my half of the right. conversation. And you had not consulted me or anything, and that was when I had the problem. Because you hadn't consulted me, you hadn't and that's when I had the issue. And then and then you were like 
And it wasn't that you were even trying to hide that from me. It was that you just hadn't, it just didn't occur to you. Uh-huh. And I know that that's just kind of how your brain works. You're a little bit of an Aspie. <laughs> and I did, that's Aspie, not Assie. <laughs> what, what, that's um, ass- what, what do you mean? You're a little bit, um, Aspie is Asperger's. Um, okay. Where you're, where you don't take, you, t- you said this to me. You said that you don't always take social social cues. You don't always, mm-hmm. you don't always, and and you're excited. You're caught up in the the excitement of maybe meeting to get your friend, you meet your friend. So you don't think about how I'm going to react, and that I've told you, you know, and and it's just that you weren't trying to hide anything from me, and I know you weren't trying to hide anything from me, but you needed to. Inc- I I felt like that I was left out of the de- the decision making, and that's I gotcha. where I have the problem. And then when I try to talk to you, you beat yourself up. And that's not how I wanted Because I knew I did something wrong. <laughs> and, but, but, but keeping in mind, I have to let you... This is your first rodeo. This something is your first, that's serious, yeah. This is your first long-term relationship. This is your first... I give you a lot of room to make some mistakes, okay? And I... And also, if somebody came to me... And asked, well, how do you handle this? I'm going to tell my friend, you either trust him or you don't. So if I'm going to give my friend that advice, I'm going to give myself this advice. But I'm also going to I know you and I well enough to know that we have enough open and honest vulnerability with each other that we can have the discussion of, hey, I have a problem with this because, and we need to hash this out. And... I feel like that, yes, you made a mistake, but don't beat yourself up over it to the point where you, you feel like this high <laughs> yeah. because, it, because that, that, that's not productive. Let's find a solution yeah. that works for both of us. How can we resolve this? And for us, it was having a three-way conversation with her. Getting her on the telephone, within two minutes, mm-hmm. all that anxiety I was feeling was gone because I could tell her, hey, Ryan, f- I feel like Ryan fucked up here because he did this. And she was like, he did what? Okay, yeah, he fucked up and we ganged up on you a little bit. But then we well, were like... It, it, it was deserved. We ganged up on you a little bit, but then we were like, okay, I want you to know where I stand. This is my anxiety. This is my issue. This is my... This is my... This is... I'm going to have to deal with this. So I want you to know where my my boundaries are. Mm-hmm. If we're all on the same page, then it all boils down to trust with you. But she needs to know where my boundaries are. Right. And how I feel about it. And then it all goes down to, okay. And then I had to figure out. I had to take about... I had to take some time and figure out what I needed to feel, to get my anxiety level down and to feel that safety. And I fe- we came up with a good thing for you and I, um, so you could check in with me, but it's not, I don't want, I don't want a phone call from you every day and I don't want you to have to worry. And I don't want, I don't want to know what you're doing every day. I don't want to know. Come back, have a great time and then come home and tell me what you did. Check in with me when you get there. Check within me this day and this day. Um, just tell me, you know, this is what I need to know when you call me. And, it, you know, this this is what I need. And 
you know, we, we came up with what I need to have that security. And, you know, we came up with what I needed. But it, it, it took it took a, a good four or five months of just intermittently kind of talk, talking it through it before it got we, we you even got to that point. And really, it boils down to I've been cheated on. And it, it really boils down to you're not him. And it came came down to okay, well, what? Why am I being anxious? And why? And it, it, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I'm 100% okay because I'm not. But I will be because I'll work through it. I'll work through it. And if I'm having a really bad day, I will text message you and tell you, hey, yeah. I'm having a really bad day. That doesn't mean drop everything and call me. Right. It means just know, hey, I'm having a bad day. And if you get a moment, text me. Tell me you're thinking about me. But if it's not convenient, I'm not going to hold that against you if you're not able to drop everything. Because mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I, don't, I don't want you to be worrying about your neurotic <laughs> girlfriend. I want you to have a good time. I want you to have a good time. But I also want you to know my boundaries and I want you to know what's okay and what's not okay. And we've been explicit about that between the two of us and what's okay and what's not okay. And you know what, I, what I'm okay with and what I'm not okay with. And you know, it, you, know, you know what I need and it's okay. And we've had to talk through that thing. We've had to talk through it though. And we've had yeah. to be honest. We've had to be brutally honest. And yeah, we've had a couple of moments where I've just had to cry. And there have been a couple of things where I've just had to go, this is why I feel this way, and it has nothing to do with you. It has absolutely nothing to do with anything you've done, and you cannot fix it. <laughs> yeah. Unless I had a tortoise, and I could go, go, <laughs> go back to you know, when we started dating. It's like, hey, there's this woman uh, named, and named I don't T. Even know, and, and I don't even know. know if that could fix it. I don't even know if that could fix it, because it's not even your fault. It's nothing you did or didn't do. And it's just, I still I, disagree with that. And <laughs> the whole thing is, I want you to have a good time. I want you to have a good time, and I want you to go and have a good time. And I just want you to just, yes, I have some anxiety, but I have more compersion for you getting to finally meet T face to face. Because I know that it's been a long time where you've wanted to do that. So go do it and have a great time. And then come and tell me about the about your vacation. Go and do it and have a great time. And 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 just I have more compersion for you. I'm I'm excited for you. I'm you know, and really when you get right down to it, I I'm being totally honest about that. That I'm excited mm-hmm. for you. Oh yeah, I I mean I'm not doubt doubting your words. So, <laughs> but yeah, there there is this little part of me going, and I'm I'm and, and I'll get over it. I may not get over it until you get back, but I will get <laughs> over it. Fair enough, fair enough. But I will get over it. And it'll be fine. And it'll be, you know. And the whole thing is, is this is the first, it, it's really the first quote-unquote test of our relationship. <laughs> quote-unquote. <laughs> well, it, it's, 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 it's it, but if we don't have trust, what do we have? Yeah. I mean, when you get right down to it. And I, I have to trust you. So go. Go and go and just go. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, I, had to, I had to figure out what, what do I need in order to be comfortable with really allowing that. 
and I had to really do some soul searching. Okay, what what is the minimum that I need? Mm-hmm. And then I had to tell you exactly, spell it out, because you're not a mind reader. <laughs> and so, yeah, I have trouble reading my own mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to be very explicit in telling you exactly what I need and when I need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then and then there may be, hey, you know what? I think I really do need you to call me tonight because I had a really rough day or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and that may happen. But I don't, but what I don't want is I don't want you to call me every day. I don't want you to coddle me. Mm hmm. Because that isn't going to be healthy. <laughs> For either it's just of not. us. Yeah. It's just not. So, um, that's, so we just had to talk about that too. That, and I don't want to know every little thing you're doing. Because that puts the hamster on the wheel, and I <laughs> yeah. don't want that. And I just, <laughs> with with both of us, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? Well, you know, I don't. I don't want you to be paranoid about. God, I can't do anything because uh, Scarlett's gonna. You know, she's on my shoulder. She's looking over. Ah, she's got spit. You know. You know. I don't want that. I just don't want you to. I don't want you to worry about your neurotic girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my opinion. So, but but we had to work through that. It took us about four months. Yeah. To, and we had to periodically just talk about it. And I'm sure that we're going to have to have one more conversation. Oh with yeah. Tea, um, together, just to so that she knows right that we're all on the same page again, and just know that hey, you know, have a good time, and know it's okay. So, but we had to figure that out. So, yeah. So I, I, I just felt like sharing that just, you know, because you, there, there's, there's not a lot of like, I mean, I'm, I, well, at least I don't, um, have, you know, know of any podcast where people kind of talk about stuff like that because I mean, there's, I mean, there's, um, there's a lot, I mean, Especially when you're talking about uh, talking about Polly, is that there? It's, at least I do. I it's a lot of the stories I see are like, yeah, it all works out, blah, 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 you know. But I mean, it's not it's, all rainbows and butterflies, no. and it's not it's not for everybody. I mean, I will be honest with you, it's not for everybody. I I admire. Uh, I'll get, I'll give an example. I admire Margaret Cho for. Her and her ex-husband, for years, had been in an open relationship, and mm-hmm. she had talked about being polyamorous, and talked about very open about that, and how she was bisexual, and how she she and her husband were bi. You know, they they were very open about that, and now she and her husband they've parted ways, and she she has been very open about I am no longer polyamorous. I just don't think it fits my lifestyle, and people change. People change, mm-hmm. and I, you, I, you and I were talking about this, and I said that sometimes you grow out of it, and I don't think that that's really the right terminology. No, but I think people change. People can change, right? And it may not be for them anymore. Well, I don't, I don't and think the phrase of you know growing out out of it is yeah. good because that to me that insinuates that people people that partake in polyamory are being childish. Right, right. <laughs> you it's know, not and that's that. not the it's case. Just, but people, but people can change. People, right. people realize. No, people do change. That's people. Well, okay. I, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. I have a my ex. Um, uh huh. We'll call him Jay because. Right. He's not giving me permission to talk about him, but he, 
he was very active in the poly community, very, very active. And then when he and his wife got married and they had a child and now they have a child and they're not as active. And it's just, they're into one another and raising their kid. Mm -hmm. And they're just, and they're still, they still go to poly events and they're still active in the community a little bit, but they're just not, it's just not a priority as much because they're into each other, you know, and, and, and they find that they they want to have, they want to have a tribe and, and their tribe, the, 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 the poly community, the core poly community, we'll, we'll call it the core. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. we, we, we participated in. Um, we, we are not active in the community. Um, currently yeah not i mean nothing against the community it's just that time, our, our time, yeah yeah time our, our we, real our, our yeah. own lives are <laughs> hectic enough so as it is. we just we just are not active right now um nothing against them we just haven't been there's um, only 24 hours in a day so yes. you know but um it, that that core group just didn't fit their needs mm-hmm. and so i think they have found other the other means for them that works better and that's great, whatever works. But they really wanted to find a tribe. Mm-hmm. So that core group was more interested in casual dating. And they really wanted to build a home mm-hmm. and build a tribe. And they were not finding that. So I think that they are finding other outside sources. And that's fine. You just kind of yeah. have to find what works for you. And um, also, um, the, there's there's two groups because we had a split in our leadership. Um, one group is more poly one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. The other group is more social, so you know, like mixers and that kind of thing. So you just kind of have to. It, it's whatever works for you, and it's kind of okay. Well, do you want to learn more about poly? Do right. you want to? What are you What are you looking for? What are you looking for in poly? And it's just kind of, hey, whatever works for you. And I know for, for us, it's all about time. We just don't have time to do anything. <laughs> so yeah. it just hasn't worked, you know. So we just, we haven't been involved in anything. Yeah. Unfortunately. months because adulting. <laughs> um, yeah, just kind of, our lives have kind of just made, I would like to start, getting back into it. Um, I just haven't decided how mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just kind of like so little time. Yeah. Fortunately. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and I just started a new job and it's like very, very chaotic, um, for me, um, with my, and my health is, um, kind of kicking me in the ass right now. Um, my narcolepsy is really, reached yeah. the weird, yeah. it's ugly head again, but that has to do with more of my, current schedule um my work schedule than anything and that and then my work schedule is going to change again and hopefully my narcolepsy will chill the hell out because it's <laughs> pissing me off more than anything but um that's <laughs> just it is what it is mm-hmm. but um but anyway so it's just it just you know it really depends on what you're looking for so it's just um but i think i think what what you were trying to say is that it just, um, with our podcast, when we started it, it was more, we really, we started it out thinking it was going to be more polyamorous. Mm-hmm. Cause that's um, what we wanted to talk about at the time. <laughs> but we, we veered from it because 
Our interests have changed. Well, our interests have changed because... Whoops. Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) Technical difficulties. Um, It's been a matter of... Polly is just kind of our our lives, and it just it it just is who we are. So it doesn't really work into what we we don't have a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of it works for us, but it doesn't work for everybody, and it's not a smooth road all the time. Right. And so when we do have something, we do want to share it that it's it's not rainbows and butterflies and it's not for everybody yeah it's 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 messy and you know we're just we're all just kind of figuring the figuring this out as you know day to day as we go along and i'm i'm sure that i'm not the only one that has that has had my um has had similar troubles relationship wise that i have i'm pretty sure i'm not the only one who has had short short relationships up until the mid thirties when you finally like click, they finally click something clicks in their head and then they're able to kind of sustain a romantic relationship. So, I mean, I'm sure there's some, somebody out there is like, I see myself as Ryan, (laughs) you know? So. Well, and it's just, it's kind of, um, really just getting the right people. In the right situations. Well... And I know, I know that, like, for us, I know, I I know in my bones. You might, you might disagree with me. But I know in my bones. I think it's, I, 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 I feel less confident about this with Peter, but I feel this very confident with you. That at some point, I really do believe there is a good, strong possibility we might have another female in this relationship. And actually, I'm I'm cur- curious about um the about the, what so as far as bringing someone new in, what does that look like for you? I don't know. I don't know. I think well, I do know because if you were to start dating another woman, I just want to be part of that process, and I want to be I I want to have some say so, not veto power because there's a difference. Mm-hmm. There's difference. I just want to have. I just want to be part of that. Process like, like do you envision us going out together looking for one or independent or what you know? Preferably, I'd like us to date together, um, but I know you have, <laughs> we have issues with that, so I don't know that that would happen. Um, well, I would prefer to date somebody together. Um, I would date I, if if Peter and I date somebody. I I would I think he would prefer that we date together. Um, I. I don't, the the thing is, um, I don't know. I always, in the back of my mind, when he, whenever he brings that, su- that subject up, I always think, well, Ryan has to have a say so in that. And whenever it, however, if you and I were to date somebody else, Peter's already given his blessing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily have to be a part of that. Cause he's like, Whatever. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's less, and I know that you probably feel the same way, actually, because mm-hmm. yeah. it's just like, 
same rules apply. Uh, yeah, I, the, I mean, I trust. I mean, I trust you and your peers' judgment as far as who you bring in. And right. I, I, I know that if I see something that's all that's all hinky, that right. you'll both both of you will actually listen will actually listen to what I have to say. Right, and I think that we have looser guidelines than when Barbie was part of it. Because Barbie had very strict guidelines for what she wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think that she had more safety. I I think hers was more safety. Gotcha. Um, Mine's a little... It's not... um, She was very, very safety. Mm -hmm. And also emotional safety. I think that she was very guarded. Um, I'm not so much. I'm I'm not so much guarded. Mm-hmm. Um, physical safety, yes, but uh, emotional yeah, safety. <laughs> emotional safety, yeah, you'll bounce. You both are big boys, um, and I definitely am more emotionally guarded. Well, not in some ways, um, but I know. But well, I can't speak for Peter, but <laughs> I'm emotionally. You know, I'm I'm not. Uh, Barbie's a lot more. Um, uh, she definitely wears her heart right out on her sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm not that way. I I I I am much more emotionally guarded until I'm ready to let you in. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just not. But when I jump, I jump. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit between the two. I I think I, I just you know I I take and especially when it comes to other women. I take my time with a woman because women are bitches and I, I have trust issues with women. I, you know what I mean? I just, so I, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I mean, I, well, I just have that. I just have an ish, issue with the, I mean, I, I don't, I don't feel right calling anything but a female dog a bitch. Yeah. So, but that's, but that's takes me. One, <laughs> takes one to know one. Let's just put it well, that way. No, 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 you are not a bitch, but <laughs> Do you even know me anyway? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that 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 women it, it it it's I have trust issues with women. So I especially when you're bringing them into a third mm-hmm. you know, when you're bringing them to an The one thing that I don't think is wise is that uh learning from past experience. I don't think it's wise uh to live with a th- with another woman to bring them in to live a living situation mm-hmm. um uh, d- until you've been with them for a while it's just not a wise situation yeah um get to know them and then you know when you've been with them for a while then you can kind of make that determination well i mean you kind of have to approach it as if you're in, in in some i mean in terms of cohabitation mm-hmm. you kind of have to approach it as if you're single and this is the only person you're dating like right. would you bring them into your and have them live in your own place three you know x how you know right. x number of months or whatever after after your first date you know, you kind of yeah. have to approach it like that. Like, at which point would I feel comfortable if, I mean, if, the, if this was the only person I'm dating, which, you know, I, I, again, it's the, um, right. this, I'm, I'm talking a very, very limited scope. Right. <laughs> so, but I mean, just thinking in terms of cohabitation, you know, right. at which point would you be comfortable, you know, uh, 
addressing that issue. You right. know, just simply talking about it, right. not actually going going through through with it. Um, just simple. Just the. I mean, if you currently have a partner and you're currently live, living together, that I mean, it doesn't really change that 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 thing really. I mean, it's well, I'm living with someone now. Let's bring someone new in. It's like, right. Well, no, you're currently going through NRE. You right. just met this person two months ago. Where would you have them live with at this point? Would you have them live live with you if you were da- if if you know if you were single right now? Right. Okay, then. (laughs) It's just it's it's hard to make that call. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 different for every relationship, too. But I don't know if as far as is bringing another woman in. I don't know. I, I would prefer I personally, I would prefer since we're already in a relationship, I would prefer to date as a couple. That's my personal preference. Okay, but you really can't make that determination until it happens. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. cause you, can't, you can't force somebody to be attracted to you too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is what it is. So... Well, I mean, the, the, well, the situation that you're describing kind of paints us as unicorn hunters, really. It's, I mean, nothing that, not that there's anything wrong with that, but there's a reason why the word unicorn is in, is in the title. Yeah, but it just, it would depend on the situation. It would depend on the situation. It really would. And it, it just, you know, cross that bridge when we come to it. So, I mean, you don't have any emotional or any hangups as far as like, like, let's say I go on a, another vacation to another fe- festival I end up meeting somebody that and that you know it live, lives lives here here in Denver, and then say, "Hey, you know," and I started, you know, and then I bring bring her into the fold. Um, it would depend on the situation. It would just depend on how it all unfolded. Because again, it would depend on the situation. I just would hope that I would be part of that. Well, yeah. Decision. Do you know what I mean? That you wouldn't just come home and say, hey, this is going to happen. Because no, I know, no, 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 I no, know no, no, no. that that doesn't work. <laughs> I know it doesn't work because I've done it to Peter. And I know it doesn't work. It will backfire on <laughs> yeah. him. And it, bl- it does blow up. And I don't want to do I, – I will never do that to him again. I know that that sucks to be that other person. And I don't want to do it to somebody else. It, it, it sucks. I'll never do it to somebody else again. I learned from that experience because it sucks. It just sucks when you just well, come yeah, home. Yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Choice. Yeah, the first the first time I talk about it, wouldn't be like, "Hey, I'm date." Uh, you know, I met Stacy Stacy at such and such festival or conference, and now we're now we're dating. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be it. It'd be like, "Hey, I met this person. Say, you know, she, we exchanged phone numbers. You know, and you know, we might go, go. You know, I was thinking of a- asking her out for a cup for a cup of coffee or something. It'd, it'd be more. It'd be more along those lines to where we haven't. You know, we're we just like we just just met, and we both noticed that we have an interest in each other." That that would be that. I mean, that would literally that that would be my. As far as bringing it to you, that would be the first. And it's like, hey, there's you know this, you know, we've we we've learned that we're both interested in each other, <laughs> you know, and 
So I'd like you know it it'd be more it'd be more like that <laughs> than like yeah. hey by by the way you know I've met met this girl named Stacy we both decided to to date is that cool like no <laughs> who is this Stacy <laughs> you know it'd be it'd be a lot earlier in the process yeah so. again it would just depend it would just depend because of course you're gonna always have that anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what they say. I do not care what they say. Even if you think you don't have any jealousy, you will have jealousy. It will rear its ugly head at some point mm-hmm. because you're human. Not because you're not because you're you're a bad person. It's just because it's a human emotion that will. Mm. It's there, and I'm talking about one woman to another. I'm just I'm just saying it's going to. It's going to be there. Well, I... Mm, I and it's I have, your well, job, it's your job to take the anxiety out of the situation. And it's your job to it just I, I, take the anxiety, or uh, take the, the reassurance. The reassurance, hey, I'm not going to leave, you know, doesn't make the, I like her better. Because you are going to have the, the, the NRE. You are going to have that. And that's going to be very high and intense. But eventually, mm-hmm. that fades. Well, I mean, I you you and I kind of di- disagree as for on the uh, the uh, oh, what's what's the the roots of je- jealousy. Well, because um, um, jealousy is jealousy in itself isn't an emotion; it's a con- conglomeration of, no, of emotions. True. And there are many cultures that are currently act, you know. A lot in this planet where jealousy is not even an issue. It's it's the it's seen as a child as a as right. something childish. Where and so I think I think uh, whether or not je- jealousy p- pops up is uh, it de- depends on your own enculturation. That's true. I, I, I it's Cause, not, cause if that's you, much if jealousy. You're, yeah, but you're gonna feel anxiety. Yeah, you're gonna have yeah. anxiety. I, not so much jealousy. Anxiety and envy. Yeah. Jealousy, but that's much jealousy, but anxiety. But I mean, both both of us were grew grew up in a in a uh, monogamy first society. Mm-hmm. So you know, do, do, for someone that that the, that's raised in a polyamorous society, may may not have the same may not have the same issues, right? Because of their upbringing. So that 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 was my point. So yeah, I mean, it's not it's, so much jealousy, but you're gonna have you're gonna have some anxiety. It's mm-hmm. gonna be there, but it's your job as the person who's involved in right, dating somebody right. else to make your primary partner or your first partner. And I don't like that term, but Ugh. that 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 whoever was there first. I only like that term. Okay, primary is the one who's there first. Whoever who's been there the longest, and that doesn't mean that she's more important. Mm-hmm. It just means she was there first. That that person who was there first, just you, you need to bring down the anxiety level. Well, yeah, and that's that's your job, just to kind of take the anxiety out of it and just um, make the the insecurity lessen. You're probably not going to take it completely away, but make it lessen. And that's just you know, and then at some point you're going to have to introduce them both and you're going to have mm-hmm. to, you know, you, you have to do that too. And hopefully with any luck, they both hit it off. And then 
then comes the compersion, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> With any luck, there, there's the compersion. And then there's the, hey, you know. You know, and, and it, it just, it, it's a natural flow of things that, that it just happens mm-hmm. unless she's totally all wrong. And then she'll probably take herself out of the picture. Or not. I don't know. <laughs> no. it, it, you know, or you'll come to the conclusion, okay, this is a bad idea. <laughs> or or you whatever. Know, yeah, whatever. whatever happens, happens. It happens, happens. Yeah, exactly. It'll naturally, it, it's going to be an organic. Right. Just like any relationship. Hopefully. Yeah. It's just, you know, so I, I just, uh, I, I know it's going to happen at some point. I, I fully expect it to happen. And it'll be either, either it'll be a good experience or it'll be a bad experience. And we'll get <laughs> yeah. through it no matter yeah. what. It'll, however it plays out, we'll get through it. Right. Because I think that you and I are strong enough that we'll get through it. And, and you know, that's just, you know, that's, I know that. Peter and I have already been through it. Mm-hmm. So I know he and I will get through it again Yeah, when that time comes. I don't worry about him and I. I worry about you and I because we've never been through it. We go through it once or twice, and it's like, ah, okay, I don't worry about <laughs> it right, anymore. Right, right, right. I know you're going to talk, talk to me when you get to this and this and this and this stage. I don't and, worry about you – know. I'm not interested in other men. You've you've reached your two penis rule. Uh, I, well, I don't I don't think I could I don't think that I want another man. Now, that doesn't mean. So if Brad, Brad it couldn't happen. So, so if Brad Pitt uh, show, shows up and he's, it doesn't you know, mean that it couldn't and... happen. It doesn't mean that it couldn't happen. It doesn't mean right, that it couldn't right. happen. I just don't see it happening. If it did happen, we'd have to all sit down and have that conversation. <laughs> right, right. How the hell are we going to balance this? Because <laughs> I barely balance the two of you. I mean, we have it down to a science. We have it where it works. Right. Where you all get equal time. I couldn't have a girlfriend if I wanted one. Because somebody would lose out. I mean, we'd have to talk about, we'd have to talk mm-hmm. about all rescheduling and that ain't going to work. So... <laughs> You know, I'm just saying that, you know, right now we've got it, we're equal time. So, you know, it just, it it just, it's crazy. It's, you know, time is probably our biggest issue. Yeah. Really. And it's just, you know, occasionally I do say, hey, I'm going to go have, I'm going to go have lunch with my friend. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll be back in a couple hours, you know, and I, and you, and you're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Have a good time. <laughs> and I come back and I'm fine. Yeah. You know, tonight I have my friend, my friend, I will say his name because he said, whatever, you can talk about <laughs> me all you want. My friend, Chris, who is very similar to your friend T. We met online mm-hmm. um, back in 2000, many, many eons ago. Actually, it was 99. Um, we met online and then I met him in 2000 and, um, met him online and and uh we have a very similar situation where i may not talk to him for months and then all of a sudden i talk to him every day on the phone <laughs> for weeks at a time and then i may not talk to him for six months it's, it's just weird it's we have that kind of relationship we're gonna go out to dinner for with him tonight if he doesn't blow me off so i mean you know um so i get it i get it mm-hmm. that that you know Sometimes we have 
you know, other friends that we just have, however we happen to meet them. And I'm glad you're going to meet, meet T. I'm glad you're finally going to meet her because I know you've been trying to meet her for a long time. So I, I'm happy for you to get to do that. And, you know, and I, I told you at first, I'm not okay, but I don't want you to cancel your vacation. I want you to go. <laughs> I want you to go and do this and I will be okay. And I, I have gotten through it. So, you know, I'm getting in a better place where I know what I need. So I will be okay. And I had to analyze what I needed, though, you know, so it'll be okay. You know, I know that that time is coming, though, that Mm -hmm. but it helps to know that I know you can't do a long distance relationship. So (laughs) no, no, I can't. (laughs) I know that is not going to happen. So, you know, and and I've talked to T and she told me straight up that she has no romantic interest in you. It's more like a brother sister thing. And. And but I had to ask you, have you ever thought about dating this woman? So, uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and the truth is that in the beginning, yes, she did, and that's okay. But I wanted the truth. I wanted to know that, and you know, and and I suspected that anyway. <laughs> so it wasn't like I didn't know that. I just needed to. Know, I just needed to hear that, and you know, and. That I the next question the follow up question was what stopped you and then you told me all that and you know <laughs> and just a blah 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 and you know so you know just all that stuff it, it just kind of helped that I knew the whole story then I had the whole picture and whether I wanted to know the answer or not I needed to hear that mm-hmm. and and I know you well enough to know to know you were not trying to hide anything from me you just really didn't. <laughs> Consider it relevant. But now you know. Yeah. <laughs> this, all of it's relevant. <laughs> so don't make the same yeah. mistake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all relevant, people. <laughs> <laughs> and um, speaking of kind of taking our time with things, we actually, <laughs> this speaking, we started something that really we should have we should have done like two years ago after i moved in because <laughs> i just i moved into this into this house like two um actually two two years and one month ago <laughs> pretty much and because of the i mean there was some uh some drama that uh le- leading up to me moving in as had to do with for, my ex-roommate we won't yes, get into it yeah we're Definitely not going to get into that. <laughs> um, but she's not here to defend herself, so we won't talk about her. Anyway, moving on. It's no, it's no longer relevant. Um, <laughs> but because of that, my whole approach, you know, while we while we're moving everything in from my uh, studio apartment, during that whole thing is like, okay, I just want to get this shit in here <laughs> and get on with my life. <laughs> and so Ezra's like, well. This isn't where this stuff goes, but it's go. It's there's it's space here. there. It's, it's going. Here. It's going there, <laughs> and so okay, there's space here for this. All right, let's put that there, and so we'll figure this shit out later. Just get this later. Later is two years later, but that's <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> that's um about about six eight months ago or so. Um, our we're actually. We're actually rent, renting this place from Peter. So, um, it was his idea for Ryan to move in. So, hey, this is all about how polyamory can work. <laughs> yeah. It was Peter's idea for Ryan to move in with me in his house. So um, it does work. Yeah. And and so 
um, about six, eight months ago, I was hearing that he was think, thinking of, you know, there, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not going to go into the details, but let's, let's, there's some other properties possibly, involved. So, possibly, you know, we're not going to, yeah, we're not, I mean, it's not relevant to the conversation. So then I started to think, okay, we're, and at, by the, when I hear, hear this, I mean, I was kind of already kind of a little, um, it's like, damn, we just don't have enough space. I want to do this, this, and this, but we got, <laughs> so, and so, so we're one, thinking of moving. Yes. And so I started, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and so I started look, looking at, um, you know, kind of looking at the rental mar- market at, I, again, this is like eight months ago. And um, looking at the kind of what was out there, and you couldn't. I mean, you can't get a one-bedroom apartment for less than a thousand dollars a month. But I mean, you could. I mean, at the time, I saw a, f- a couple uh, two-bedroom uh, apartments for you know a little a little less, which is weird. <laughs> you know, I'm you know if some if someone uh, that's in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> that's lis- listening to this has that answer as to why a, he can put up a two bedroom apart apartment for 800 a month and a one bedroom of apartment for no less than a thousand. I, I'm just saying if, if you know that answer, please write it, write, please, please send us an email. HOVpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> so, um, and so, over, you know, and I'm kind of getting like small, up updates as far as we're he's at in this this process and everything and all this time I'm keep you know kind of keeping an eye on the rental market and I'm seeing like the li- list of uh li- list of apartment two bedroom apartments that are less than a thousand a month start to dwindle <laughs> and so on a on, this whole sky sky the skyrocketing rents in uh then we're here it's all it all comes from the um it it all has roots back to you know when the housing bubble burst what was that like eight years ago or so mm-hmm. um that all of all of well what was happening is that all of these people that were borderline um were bu- were buying up houses with using these adjustable rate mortgages and 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 so one and then when the interest rates uh grew went went up then you know they their house got foreclosed and then they were and they were shoved back into the rental mar- marketplace and by by the time that happened the bottom fell out of the economy in general <laughs> And so they grabbed all all of the all of the vacancies, and since we're you know in recession, there were no new developments. And when you break, and then the, and then and the economy so slow slowly recovered, and then you know they we started seeing new developments, and from the time, um, I'm not at, at all. In, involved in any way, shape, or, shape, or form in the in the process of de- developing and developing residential and putting putting them up for sale or up or what or putting them on the market or whatever, but from from the point that you break 
break ground, just lay down the foundation to the point where it's ready for people to move into. My intuition tells me that process takes at least four to five years. Again, if you are involved, if you are someone that does work in, in that industry, please email us <laughs> and, and tell, tell me that, you know, say, no, it, it actually takes, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but it, in any case, I know it takes a while because <laughs> it, ta- it takes me, it, well, it takes me a while to, to build up a house with Legos. So, you know, <laughs> I, and with Legos, you don't really have to have to wor- worry about about weight bearing stuff or, or any, or anything like that. <laughs> so, you know, anyway, <laughs> that's, it's, Legos is about as far as I, as I, not about the de, you know, details in architecture. So <laughs> kind of put that in perspective. And, and, and so all, and, and pe- people are moving in from other, other places because, you know, but for reasons, I don't, you know, everyone has a different reason. And so, you know, they, the rates just keep, you know, cause demand's going up, but the supply isn't. <laughs> and so any, you know, any, you know, just your basic economist is going to like, yeah, that's going to make prices go up. So, um, and then, uh, re- recently Peter just, you know, kind of calmed me down. It's like, no, nothing, you know, you're not, no. I was getting anxious about this because I was like, okay, we, we may have to move to Colorado Springs cause it's cheap. Rent is a little, is cheaper down there, but both of, both of us work in Denver. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, um, we may have to move out of the house. Um, but I, but I see the list list of available places in Denver that we can't afford to move into going down. So that means we may have to go down to the Colorado Springs, which means I have to do that. <laughs> and so, yeah, you can see, you can see all the hamsters getting on the wheels. <laughs> so, so then here's like, you know what? You don't worry about that. That's not you know. I'm not gonna make you guys move move out because I'm doing other doing other stuff with these other properties or whatever. So you know, <laughs> don't worry about that. There and as part of that, I I, I never really looked into it, but I I mean, um, I I didn't know that there um, the attic could i mean that there um i i thought that it was all just like insulation up there and you couldn't like put anything anywhere and then you tell me oh no he laid down a floor <laughs> like for like half the house and you can you can shove shove stuff stuff up there so we can you know kind of use our space better um, cause I think over the past two years, we've really been learning kind of learning as for, um, the interaction of our lifestyle with our living space mm-hmm. as far as, and like, well, as far as what we needed from it. And I, I think we're, we're both kind of slow learners in, in that, <laughs> in uh, that respect. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> but I mean, well, one well at least with me i mean cuz it's it's been a while it's been quite a while since i you know li- 
lived with someone, shared a living space with someone. <laughs> so, I at, at at least for me, it it took me a while to it's like okay, this is we need this space to, for this and that and how you know how all of this in, interacts and, and and everything. And so I think we've gotten to. I mean, we kind of reached a point of like, well, we're. The, this is the list of things we need out of the living space, but we can't do you know we can't do ninety five percent of them because of how everything's laid out in the house, <laughs> and so we kind of collated a list of okay we don't need this thing if <laughs> we haven't been using it for you know for its primary per purpose of you know for the past two years <laughs> and we can we can buy get something cheaper that uses up less space for the purpose that it's being used for <laughs> and you know stuff like that so we so we've started uh kind of a uh, a reshuffling of the furniture to kind of, kind of maximize the efficiency of the space um and we're actually we're going from well, it's a, it's two two beds, and so we're con- we're consolidating. You know, we're both going to be living out of the same bedroom, and we're going to turn my bedroom into a permanent studio. Because that was one thing I want I wanted. Uh, you know, as um, while we were kind of making plans to move into a bigger space, I was like, okay. I at one point I was like, okay, let can you know. I'd, I'd like to set aside space for as a studio. So, because <laughs> right now we kind of have a hack together solution that we all, that we have to, you know, move, move stuff and reconnect and all this, that, that kind of thing. And so, yeah, that kind of, um, damn, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Having a permanent recording studio would be very helpful. Right, you can just turn turn stu- turn a few things on, and boom, it's ready to go. <laughs> Where as opposed to having to move equipment around, reconnect a few things, and <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> so, case in point, it's the second time we've done that. Um, <laughs> case in point, so yeah, we definitely need something where we don't have a technical difficulty every time that we. Breathe in here, <laughs> so yeah, it well, would just help. Yeah, and and so now and now it's more. I mean, up until this point, it's kind of been a yours and your or mine and your kind mm-hmm. of thing, because we pers- we've personalized our own bedrooms, but the living room has kind of been black, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know. Well, and I haven't even been able to do what I want in my room. I mean, I have shelves and stuff that I haven't even put up or anything, and it's just, you know, we haven't even done what we want. It's just, yeah. The living room, we have posters. I mean, we have pictures we haven't even put have up a couple yet. Of po- yeah. And it's just... We haven't. We have, done. we have a, a, you know, I have have a turntable that and a bunch of records, and so we haven't been able to make, you know, li- listen to those at all, and so yeah. Yeah. So it'd be nice if we could make it ours. Yeah. Of, exactly. Yeah. So I think that it'll be better. And yeah. I mean, I I've as I said, this is my f- first time really, you know, cohab, you know. 
co- cohabitating romantically. And so I was like, okay, how is this done? <laughs> and yeah. I mean, my um, anytime that I've shared li- living space with people, it was either my my the f- family I was born into, or and or um, was roommate situation. Right. Where it was like in in college, you know, and I was share, sharing li- living space with people, and so it was very it was very similar to what you know our own bedrooms were all set up the way we wanted them. We didn't, you know, and the uh, li- living room, kitchen area, and all that was very much neutral. So you know that that that's all I knew. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, this is how you live with other people, and 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 so we've we've actually we've had uh, Scarlett and I have had conversations like, okay, how do you know? Because um, because of a number of things that ha- that we've had to work work through as far as ju- you know, like work life and all that kind of thing, we've we haven't been connecting as well. And so this kind of helps us too by, okay, let's make this, you know, let's, let's kind of make the whole house ours as opposed to, yeah, that's your bedroom. This is my bedroom. You know, when I'm here, you know, we both sleep in the same bed and, but you know, that like the, the, um, the feng shui of the entire, <laughs> the entire house is very much mine, 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 my area, your area, and neutral area. Right. <laughs> you know, so. And I think we can change that a little bit. Oh, yeah. And, and then one, uh, once, once he said, said, yeah, you know, there's space, space we can, you know, use up in the attic, then I... Like then I started looking at the at the stuff that was piled up where the kitchen table should be. I'm like, well, I haven't used this. This was okay. Oh, this, you know, I pulled out the stuff that I actually want wanted to have regular access to. I was like, okay, this stuff's going in the attic. <laughs> We're getting started on this right now. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious, but that's okay. Well, I mean, it was like, okay, okay, I'm not. You and know. now look how much room we have in the living room. I'm oh, just know. laughing. I'm like, it looks. <laughs> naked here because we've have we've had the kitchen table in the living room for i don't know how long well two years now and now it's actually <laughs> you do know how long and now it's actually in the dining room and it's like table in the dining room what a concept <laughs> it's actually where it belongs what a concept and so yeah but part part of it was like okay this is i it, at least in my head was like okay this is kind of like a temporary thing until you know we were to actually move move out on our own because you know because honestly honestly peter can get more rent out of this but but you know he's being he's being he's being real nice <laughs> as far as how you know well and at some point he probably will either raise our rent or we'll have to move out but right. at this point he's just like i'm not gonna raise it so much you guys can't afford it so he knows, and you know we'll we'll figure it out. So he's being really cool and. But but yeah, I I thought okay, this is kind of an intermediary place until we actually get a place of our own, rather than you know because I, it, kind of felt like we were 
just living in, you know, it's like, oh, this is his house, you know, it's like, you know. (laughs) And that's not how he wants it either. And I think that when, when I talked to him the other night, he was like, no, 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 that's not even how it should be. You guys should take, she should be taking care of the place like it's your place. And when he told me that, I was like, yeah, that's, we haven't been doing that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It's, it's kind of like, okay, this is just a place that we're living now before we can move somewhere else. And, and we're not even taking you know, care of it as well as we should be. Right. And we know that. And we know that. And it's just like the whole place has this beautiful wood floor that Peter laid when this when he bought this place this place was a disaster area it was actually it should have been condemned i mean it really he got it dirt cheap because it was in such bad place and he remodeled he basically gutted it and redid it himself he did so much to the place and he's got pictures of how it originally looked and then how he redid it and he relayed these floors there's wood floor throughout the whole place. It's gorgeous flooring. And um, the only room that doesn't have wood floor in it is the bathroom. Right. He's got tile in it. And he's even said I, that he doesn't know if he's going to redo the tile or not because he's not real happy with the tile. Um, um, he's not real happy with the way the bathroom is, just on a personal note. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's gorgeous. I mean, he did phenomenal. Yeah, and if you've seen fun, pictures, you know? if you've seen pictures, how that bathroom was when he first got it. Um, just amazing. He did a phenomenal job in this house. And so it's like his baby. Well, the problem is the whole, uh, uh, the roof needs to be redone. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a crack in the ceiling because we had a snow a few years ago where there's a hairline crack across uh-huh. the ceiling. So the whole roof needs to be replaced. Um, he, he can do a lot of the work himself, except he probably won't because he's getting old now and he's done some damage to his shoulder and he's just wanting out of the construction business completely because he's just, he keeps damaging him. He keeps doing damage to himself and, you know, but he's done this gorgeous work and I just, I, I want to do, this, I want to do this house proud by him. Well, we can't refine the floor because we can't. We, we're living out of boxes still, you know. And so it's like, okay, this is ridiculous. We need to really do some things to utilize the space that we have. And so we've we figured out what we're going to do to utilize the space. Yeah. And um, we really need about two hundred more square feet. <laughs> right. We really do, but, but we, we can, we can make do with what we have. Oh yeah. I mean, we can, it, it's going to take some sacrifice, but we can do it. And not it's by much though. It's really, there's not much. We, there's some furniture we need to get rid of. There's a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Um, your bed can go into storage in the storage unit. Um, we have a, we have a shed out back. It can go out back. Cause I don't want you to get rid of your bed, but cause it's brand new. But, um, well, two years old, but well, I mean, you don't really sleep in it that much. I mean, you sleep in it half the time, but it needs to, you know, the box springs and everything, you Mm -hmm. you know, keep it because we might get a bigger place later, but, um, you can't really put it up in the attic. There's no way you can get it yeah, up there. Yeah, you we know, already phys- tried that. Physics are <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't try. It. We just measured it. Physics, <laughs> little thing called physics, but you can put. And there is, and it's a full, uh, 
uh, crawl space that he laid. So there's storage, there's full storage under the house, except mm-hmm. the problem is it's a pain in the ass to get things in and out yeah. of the basement. So um, if we needed to, we could put things under the house. It's just a pain in the ass. We used to put the um, air conditioner under the house every year. <laughs> oh, and Peter clocked himself twice and really just knocked it, just knocked himself good, almost knocked himself cold one year. And um, after that, he says, okay, the air conditioner stays in the window all year round because I am not <laughs> moving it again. Um, after, and we used to keep the Christmas decorations up in the attic. And he did that for two years. And then he said, screw that. It's going under the house. And then um, he just, he said, he did that two years. I think he kept it under the house two years. Then he was like, screw it, just go back in the attic because <laughs> I'm not going to go under the house again because it, it's like a real steep ladder. Yeah. And so it's hard to get things. If you've got you've got things that you have to get in and out of the house, of, of the storage, it's hard to get them right. in and out. So we're going to try to avoid putting anything in and out of the, under the crawl space. But if we have to, we do have that option too, that we can put stuff under the house if you don't have to get to it a lot. So we do have that storage option too. But um, for the most part, we're – and then we have a chair we're going to get rid of because we haven't sat – it's a – we're using it as a coat rack. <laughs> so we're going to get rid of the chair and actually get a coat rack. <laughs> so, well, a, or a, a coat, coat tree, tree. Yeah. That can, in that, sp- yeah, that, in that yeah. space that we can actually put our coats on. Um, so that will help. But we're actually going to get rid of the chair because we haven't sat in it in two years. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't been able to find it. It's like, oh, that's what's underneath all those coats. Okay. Well, no, I can. I mean, I can see that it's a chair underneath. But, it's just know. kind of funny. But um, just so you know, it's just just the little things. But um, and then we're just gonna move furniture around, play more musical furniture, and see what we can come up with. But but I think we can. I think we can make. We can make really good but, use but of. But yeah, my so one. I mean, once we had that conversation, my attitude went from okay, this is a transitory place to okay, this is now our living space. Let's kind right. of, let's kind of like find what we act. You know, get rid of what well, we don't need and move and move the things that we do need into the right spot. <laughs> well, and the other thing is, that, like your mom, when we moved in, your mom gave us a whole bunch of kitchen stuff, and we still we still have kitchen stuff that's still in its original box. <laughs> yeah. That we haven't done anything with and we really need to. There's lots of space in that kitchen. There's lots of space in the kitchen. We just have to, we may have to redo the kitchen. Mm -hmm. We may have to be creative about figuring out where everything goes. Yeah. Because I would like to start using the blender. (laughs) I mean, I would like to start using, you know, I would like to make a smoothie once in a while. I would actually like to use the blender. I would like to use the, you know, that we have a, and I know I have a crock pot. Mm Mm-hmm. I would like to bring my crock pot over, over from the other house and actually use the damn crock pot. Um, I'm pretty sure that Peter will let me have the, um, I have a Foreman grill. I would mm-hmm. like to bring the Foreman grill well, over. Well, we already have one. Oh, do we? Yeah. See, I don't even know what the hell we have. <laughs> I would like to use the Foreman grill. For one thing, I've discovered how to use, this is stupid, because I just discovered this and I'm so proud of myself. This is stupid. You t- This shows you how much I cook. But I have discovered how to use plain flour tortillas or the little corn tortillas uh-huh. and how to put them on a Foreman grill and actually make 
uh, make them into um, fried tortillas, putting them on a form into grill. I'm proud of myself because I just learned how to do this. <laughs> uh, I know I'm stupid. I'm 43 years old and I just learned how to do this. So, hey, you know, just little things like that. I've learned, you know, it's great when I come home from work, just throw one of those on and, mm-hmm. put, you know, then put a little cheese on it, throw it in the microwave, you know, hey, I got a great snack. Stuff like that, that just, it's stupid, but I've learned how to do it, so. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a retarded monkey in many ways, so don't feel I, bad. You know, so it's just, it's, it's a cheap way to do something quick and easy, though. Because mm-hmm. I can put one of those on, and by the time I'm done changing my clothes, it's already done. Because it takes like five minutes yeah. to make one of those. It's not difficult. And it's this, you know, so it's just, you know, something like, you know, I would actually like to use my yeah my stuff. And like I said, I didn't even know I had one of those. <laughs> um, we have a sandwich maker. And yeah, they're called hands. No, sandwich, like a fried sandwich maker, like where you put like dough in there. You actually put like a batter in there and then you close the thing and it actually you put like your ham and your cheese in the batter then you close the thing and it actually makes a ham and it makes like a monte cristo it's like a that sounds overly complicated why don't you just grab two slices of bread put ham and cheese in between and slap them together uh, no, because it, it's really simple. It's like a, it makes like a, it makes like a sandwich pocket. It doesn't pocket. sound simple at all. It makes like a sandwich pocket, and it's real simple. It, it makes like a hot pocket. It's real simple. But, so, I mean, I have one of those, and it's just like... It, maybe, maybe it is simple. It's just the way that you're describing it. Because it, it's, it, I mean, it, when, <laughs> while you were describing it, it's like, why don't I just grab two slices of bread? <laughs> <laughs> Put my meat and cheese on on the two slices of bread and smack them together. That sounds so much more sim- simpler to yeah, than, than what make, you're describing to get to the same this to the same a, end. This just a hot cheese. This just hot, hot ham and cheese, and it makes it like a hot pocket. It's then why don't I just go out and buy hot pockets and and put it in the microwave for ninety seconds? Well, you could do that too. This is real simple. Anyway, it's just you know, I I'd like to get to my. The big thing is I would like to use the damn blender, and I don't even know where the hell it is. It's there, but I don't know where it is. So I mean, just you know, stuff like that that I would like to be able to use our gadgets. That's my point. Um, and I know that we have like we have some Cuisinart stuff. That, or we have mm-hmm. some really good. We have some really good. Um, not Cuisinart, but we have some really good. Um, well, it is Cuisinart, but but we have some really good we have some really good pots and pans mm-hmm. that we just we haven't even taken out of the box yet. So I mean, just stuff like that that I would like to be able to get to, and just you know, we just haven't even taken them out of the box yet. <laughs> so just stuff like that that I would like to be able to yeah. do. And then we looked we looked into some other things that will save us some money on groceries and just you know some little things like that mm-hmm. that that you know just kind of makes it our home. Instead of just a house that mm-hmm. we happen to live in. And I know that I bounce between households and I know I'm not always there, but I think that Peter and I, um, we, I don't know exactly when, but it will be in the next couple of months. We're probably going to be changing households because we're going to be moving in with his mom temporarily because the townhouse we're living in, we're going to make that into a rental property. And so that's kind of going to change. Mm-hmm. that's going to shift for us too. So that's going to look a little different for us. And, um, I, you know, so my whole world's getting all turned upside down 
um, as far as In, inside up and outside down. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so I'm changing, you know, everything. So I'm having to get organized there too. So trying to get every, yeah, getting, getting organized here helps me because I can move more stuff here and kind of have some stability here where I haven't had that opportunity because I just kind of bring what I need and I don't leave stuff here as much as I really kind of need to be able to do. So, you know, there's just all that to yeah. kind of consider too. So, um, you know, so it really, it's really going to be nice just to kind of have ours. And it's just kind of like, there's so many little things like pictures and stuff like that, that I know that we really could hang Yeah, that we just haven't. And it just doesn't feel like home. It just feels like a place. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get there though. But I know we will because we've talked to, you know, yeah. just that little, that little bit just kind of makes it our place. So that's just something that I think will help. So that's kind of where, where I, that's yeah. my opinion. So. So um, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Okay. <laughs> so um, I do thank you for uh, bringing us into your home. Other, otherwise known as your known as your ears. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, especially after that whole ram- rambling thing and everything, um, <laughs> we are on. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. All those links can be found on the contact page of hovpodcast.net. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at hovpodcast. And you can find us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash honest dot open dot vulnerable. And you can email us at hovpodcast at gmail.com.